the game finishes Celtic 4, Hearts 3. What a game we watched today. Uh, we were put through the ring and I'm still trying to collect my thoughts and kind of take a breath. It was ridiculous at times. It was pulsating. There was mind-boggling decision from VAR. It was just all over the place. Celtic had a legitimate goal chopped off to make it 2-0 on the day. Went back to 1-0. Then it went to 1-1 when Hearts did get a penalty through VAR and I think it was a penalty, it was the right decision. They score it, it goes to 1-1. Celtic go up the park, James Forrest tries to cross the ball into the box. Hearts player puts his hand out, hits his hand. We're sure VAR's about to go out and give us a penalty. They don't get even give the they don't even give the decision like 10-15 seconds. It took 90 seconds to chop off Celtic's goal and make sure it wasn't a goal they were saying. It took them 15 seconds or less to say, oh no, that's not a penalty, that's not a handball. It was a blatant handball, and Anne said after the match, it was a handball, but what does he know? Um, it's, it's stuff like this that's going to keep happening throughout the season, and this, why, this is why VAR isn't that silver bullet everybody thinks it can be. Yes, they'll get some decisions right, but you look at that today, why is Celtic getting a goal chopped off? Why wasn't that a handball? It's just it beggars belief that these guys are looking at the same footage that we are. And sometimes you, you, you stop yourself and you go, Listen, am I being too biased here? Am I, like, have I got my green tinted specs on? But I do try at all times to actually just kind of see it from like every point of view. And I always go, if, um, if, if it happened against Celtic, would I happened for or against Celtic, would I be disgruntled basically? Today, we could have had no complaints if Celtic handballed the ball in the box like the way the Hearts player did. It was a handball. In the letter of the law, the rules is a handball penalty. We didn't get it. Come out at the second half, we go behind, sloppy defending, 2-1. We then bring ourselves back into the game to each, and this was after Aaron Moy missing absolute sitter. Now, he, he had a great game otherwise, um, but that um, that miss will... Uh, well, it won't haunt him so much now because we won the game, but wow, that was some miss. The, the goal was gaping. Just had to kind of get it on target, and he's, he's hit it by the post. We have big Yakimakis up again for the header. Fantastic header. Uh, into the back of the net, 2-2, then Celtic take control, Aaron Moy took a shot outside the box and Craig Gordon doing the most Craig Gordon thing ever, I don't know how many times I watched him do this as a Celtic goalkeeper, listen, and I'm not I'm not down on Craig Gordon but this is one of his biggest flaws, he always pammed the ball into, back into dangerous areas when he made a decent save or even a good save and he did the exact same thing, Aaron Moy, he's hit it outside the box, good save, and then Maeda's just ran in behind, put in a great position for Maeda, who was well onside, used his pace to get in behind, and it was a goal, 3-2, you're thinking, right, keep the head now, we've, um, we've got this, we're back in front, after all the kind of controversy, but no, we, we go up the park, and then Moritz Jens gives away a penalty, which again is a penalty, so it definitely is a penalty, they didn't even need to, well they checked it with VAR, but Nick Walsh had already gave the penalty and it was just confirmed by VAR that it was a penalty and you can't have any complaints <laughs> we get to the penalty and uh, it's it's missed initially Joe Hart saves it from Shankland and then it's bundled in uh, by I can't even remember the Hearts player uh, and then we're looking at the, the replay the players already the Hearts players already inside the box but so are some Celtic players now I don't know what the rule is in this I'm going to have to check this after, after today had it just been a Hearts player in the box, would would the penalty have been retaken at all? Do we know this? Um, because Celtic players were in the box infringing before the penalty was taken. The, the decision was a retake. So, 
upstep Shankland again gets his hat-trick no doubt about it he's a, he's a good penalty taker so we're back at 3-3 with around half an hour to go it's kind of you feel like it could be any anybody's game you're fearing the worst after some of the decisions um, but Celtic managed to pull it out now this came from the substitutes Leela Bada getting into the box like Aaron Boy passed it to Abada Abada takes a shot kind of ricochets off a couple of players and falls in front not falls in front of Greg Taylor it kind of comes in he's in, in his line of vision and he just gets in front of the Hearts defender and he kind of pokes it home and I don't think I even celebrated that goal at the time I, I waited until VAR had confirmed it because I'm like I didn't know where, where Greg was when Abada shot was taken I was obviously watching Abada um, the replay showed it was absolutely fine great instinct by Greg Taylor striker instincts even and he's managed to get the goal that's ultimately won as the game now, what, what an afternoon of football. For the neutral, I'm sure it was pulsating. Um, for Celtic fans and even Hearts fans, it was it was wild. It's probably the most exciting game slash frustrating game slash inexplicable game I've seen this season. And it's all to do with the introduction of VAR and its implementation. Now, VAR can be a good thing, but if the people running VAR aren't up to scratch, then we're going to continue to kind of get this nonsense. Celtic had two big decisions go against them today that on another day could have cost them it could have cost them a draw or all three points but they've managed to dig deep so they've actually kind of dug VAR out of a hole and Stephen McLean watching that game because the decision not to give the penalty and the decision not to give the goal after looking for a minute and a half it's just I don't get it I don't what are these people seeing what, what are they judging what are they looking at Somebody needs to. We need we need better referees. We need them to be better drilled. We need them to be full time. We need them to be all in. We've got part time referees using a system, and it's just not going to work. We're going to get more and more of these decisions, and it's going to be worse because they've seen it. They've seen it on the replay, and they're still not giving them. So, um, VAR is not the silver bullet. It's not going to be. Um, and I think we're going to. I think the first Glasgow derby at Ibrox with VAR is going to be an absolute nightmare it's going to be carnage I think but we'll, we'll get to that one as I said briefly before I thought Aaron Moy had a really good game I thought Rio had a good game too he's just he kept, he kept looking like he was about to lose the ball and then he would just he would manage to get his body in the right position and like kind of get the play forward Moy he's, he's passing as well it was just it was great most of the time it was a few kind of stray passes but his way to pass as well um to pick out somebody is great and he was unlucky not to score and his teammates have kind of saved him a bit uh, winning the game but obviously he, he set up I think he set up maybe three of them um, now if you, you discount the last one I suppose he just passed their badder who's short but he, he, he took the corner that uh, Giacomacus scored and he took the shot that Maeda took the rebound for so Moy had a really good game and he's really coming in his own as a Celtic player now so I hope nobody kind of holds that miss against him it was a bad one, but in the grand scheme of things, he, he had a really good game and he continues to kind of... He, he, he's, he's, like, he's a silver lining in Callum McGregor's injury. Obviously, Matt O'Reilly um, wasn't wasn't really in it today. He's playing Callum McGregor's role and he's going to have games like that because he, he has played that role before, but not to, uh, not to like the way Callum McGregor does it. So he's going to have off days, especially at a stadium like Tynecastle. He's still doing okay. Aaron Moy in the advanced position now we thought Aaron Moy was going to be brought in to kind of sit in that role and allow Callum McGregor a couple of games off but uh, Angie's is seen fit to keep him up the park and he's made the right decision 
he has been great for us. It's good to see that that midfield kind of stay together, even though we've had like he changed the three attackers today from the Motherwell game, and he changed their two fullbacks, but the spine of the team stayed the same. So that was good to see. It's just a, it's a big win. It's a big win. I, I wrote on my social media at Craig Cell if you want to give us a follow. You might already be following, probably not though. Um, I wrote it psychologically. It's it's massive for the the team to to win these sorts of games, grind these games out, especially kind of when you've got that that feeling of injustice um, from what VAR gave us, and you've seen that in Angie's expression after the game. There was a bit more gritted teeth and a bit more punch about his celebrations rather than his usual kind of. Keep it calm, clap, a wee tap of the, the Celtic badge. Today, he, he was, you he, he seen him saying, if, no, he said fucking yes to the, the Celtic coaches um, as he, he, he handshaked him at the end. Uh, so I psychologically, it's big for the club um, and, the, and, and the whole team. For our rivals, it's also psychologically um, bad because they're looking at that. They're going, Celtic had the kitchen sink thrown up the day they had awful decisions they had penalties against them obviously the penalties were fine but uh, we went to Tyne Castle went 2-1 down and still managed to win the game even conceding two penalties I mean that, that is the mark of champions that's why we are champions and that's why we continue to be top of the league so like when when a, when a game doesn't go for us and we're not having our best day at the office we're still grinding these results out 4-3 at Tyne Castle now if you concede three goals away from Houghton you're, you're not going to win many games, but we we managed to do it today. And Greg Taylor was the was the was the one to get the the final goal, which was great to see because um, he's he's been so good this season, and I don't think you can call him an unsung hero anymore because so many people have been pointed out pointing out how good he is and how wrong they were about him and how much he's improved under Ange. I think he's been fantastic for us. Him and Burnley can really kind of share that though as far as I'm concerned Burnaby did look a bit lost today so I thought Ange could have taken him off 10-15 minutes earlier than he actually did come off um, he's going to have inconsistencies he's still getting used to the team the country uh, and the pace the pace of the game and stuff like that he's, he's had some good games um, but I think he'll come good and he is like a, a work in progress but we've got Greg Taylor there who's going to come in and give you solid performances if you haven't noticed already my head's a bit all over the place Um I still need to calm down a bit. I think I'm going to go and pour myself a, a large one. I don't know what of yet, but um, just to kind of chill out a bit. Um, I hope you're all chilling out now and kind of enjoying the rest of your Saturday and the rest of your weekend at that. So um, I'm going to, as I said, I'm going to continue to do these post-match quickies. I've seen uh, we've had good, good um, interaction with them and we've had good feedback. So I'll keep them going as long as I can, as long as you guys want to listen. I like. Myself, I, I do like listening to other people's takes after the game just to see if they're in line with mine or if I miss something or like if I want to shout at them because they're talking all the nonsense. Which please feel free to challenge me on social media um, anytime. But um, give us a subscribe anyway on Spotify, on Apple, and we're also on YouTube. These are not on YouTube, these are strictly just audio podcasts. Um, but you can subscribe so you can get them after every match. And as I said, I'll try and get them out as um, quick as I can after a game. But thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.